Amen is right, y'all. I know it's been said, but happy first day of school to you. I am super excited to be in the room with you this morning. Um, by the way, thanks, band. That was such a sweet time of worship together. So much fun. And by the way, uh, friends, if you want to get involved in worship arts here at Northwestern, you have an opportunity to do that. If you have experience um, uh, in the past or skill with uh, leading musical worship, we want you to audition for the Worship Arts Collective. Uh, you're going to be um, um, going through this audition process. It's actually pretty painless. It's pretty fun. Uh, and we want to assemble those teams soon. So if you are interested in that, please uh, talk to Dayton here at the end of chapel today, or you can email us at chapel uh, at unwsp.edu, or you can look on my UNW on the spiritual formation pages. Uh, has some information there for you. Well, this morning, I want to just uh, introduce the theme of our year here in chapel. Um, the theme of our year in chapel is thy kingdom come. Amen. Amen. These words, these words are from the Lord's Prayer, as we know, the, the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray, um, which, which can be understood, I think, uh, as a really good summary. This whole Lord's Prayer, a good summary of the mission and the movement of Jesus. Isn't that right? Um, today, this morning, I'm just going to speak for a few minutes on, on, where, on where we're going, what, it mean, what, the, what is the kingdom, what is the kingdom, and, and to do that, I'm going to focus on each one of these three words here. We're going to start with kingdom, okay? What is that? Well, the kingdom is the reign and the rule of God. It's where God is king, and it's where we are the servants of the king. It's where his will is done. It's where God's design and his, um, his, his, his intention for creation is realized. Now, I know it's, it's, it might be easy to think that, that well, that's, that was Eden, right? God's will is, is realized. That's Eden, and that's going to be heaven, okay? And, and, but let me pause there for a second, Okay. This is how I was taught when I first became a believer, and this is what many, I think, Western Christians think, and this is really, guys, what the world thinks Christians think, and, and that goes something like this, okay? So we have the world, and we have the kingdom, the world, the present age, the age of sin and death, the Bible describes that as, and we have the kingdom of God, heaven, eternal life. These are separate things. This is what we sometimes think, okay? The problem, the problem with this idea of, of the kingdom of God is that that's not, that's not the main focus in scripture. That's not the main focus of the biblical narrative. Now, I do believe, yes, that if you are a follower of Jesus, of course, you go to heaven when you die. Jesus believed that too. Uh, think of the, the thief next to Jesus on the cross. Today you will be with me in paradise, right? But that's not the focus of all of Jesus' teaching when we think about the kingdom of God, Okay. Because that second word is come. That second word is, is come. Jesus teaches us to pray for the kingdom of God to come. All right? Now, in this picture, where it's just us sort of leaving the world, being evacuated from the world, the age of sin and death, that doesn't really make any sense, does it? Because that's more about going than it is about coming. All right? So let's rethink this for a second. Instead, all of Jesus' teaching and healing and parables, his mission and his movement, right? 
um, it emphasizes a much fuller story, and it's one that's, I think, more compelling and more exciting, by the way. We're gonna spend the year fleshing this out, you guys, uh, but here's an example. Okay, there's this time where Jesus is talking to Pharisees. This is in Luke 17. One day, Jesus, uh, one day the Pharisees asked Jesus, when will the kingdom of God come? That's my Pharisee voice, right? <laughs> uh, Jesus, when will the kingdom of God come? Jesus replied, the kingdom of God can't be detected by visible signs. Jesus says, you won't be able to say, here it is, or it's over there, for the kingdom of God is already, catch, catch this, you guys, is already among you. That word can also be translated as already within your grasp or is already within you. Jesus, during his time, during his ministry on earth, he says, the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God is within you, okay? That doesn't jive with that picture. This is closer to what we think this should look like. So instead of us being evacuated out of this world of sin and death, Jesus came to bring the kingdom here. Jesus came to bring the kingdom here. And this is the world we live in now, is that overlap where, yes, this is the age of sin and death, and we experience that every day. We experience that in a big way. But this is also, the kingdom is here, and we're living in that overlap, you guys. Um, it's a more, this picture is a more complete understanding. of it's, it's heaven invading earth. It's all the wrongs being made right um, from the Jesus Storybook Bible. I don't know if there are any Jesus Storybook Bible fans in the house today. I know, I, I don't know, maybe you don't, I don't know. If you don't have kids, I suppose, maybe you don't know the Jesus Storybook Bible, but you should check it out. Um, it's one of my favorite, uh, it's one of my favorite story, story Bibles. Um, but, but there's this moment where the author, Sally Lloyd-Jones, she talks about, uh, this is the moment where Mary goes to the tomb and sees uh, that Jesus is not there. And then she sees him, right? And then there's this interaction with Mary and the risen Lord. And, 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 and Jesus says, okay, Mary, um, you gotta go tell everybody else about this. And so Sally Lloyd-Jones, she, she tells the story of, of Mary skipping and running through the fields and how she's experiencing uh, creation even in, in a new way. Um, and it says this and, this, and this is Mary wondering out loud um, after this encounter with the risen Lord. She says, is God really making everything sad come untrue? Is he making even death come untrue? I love that line and it moves me every time because that's really what the kingdom coming to the world is all about. God is bringing back, he's restoring, he's redeeming creation. Okay, the last word, thy, I wanna talk about, of thy kingdom come, okay? Because this is about your will, Jesus, amen? <laughs> thy kingdom come, not my kingdom come, not my kingdom. If we're living in God's kingdom, we're, living, uh, we're, not, uh, we're not living in kingdoms we create, but if we're not living in God's kingdom, we're, we're living in kingdoms that we create. And the kingdoms that we create, well, they can be um, a mess, okay? My kingdom uh, can be fortifying, okay? That's one thing that my kingdom can be. I know I get stuck in this hiding pattern in my life. I prefer comfort, I prefer safety and security, and I prefer familiarity and I avoid risk. You know, I'm driving down the off-ramp and there's a man holding a sign at the end of the, at the off-ramp, and I, and I roll up my window because that's uncomfortable. Right, or that's personally, but even corporately, the church 
can get stuck in here sometimes, right? Right, the need for protection from the world's influences, and so we build and we stay within the boundaries of our holy versions of things, right? Our holy institutions. Now, there's nothing wrong with Christian music. There's nothing wrong with Christian schools. I mean, look where we're all sitting. We have a Christian radio station across the street, and this is a Christian school. But we need to remain intentional about engaging the world outside these walls and not hiding, not focused on building up the walls. The second thing that our kingdom can be is, is, is dominating, right? Dominating. So this is personally where we're fighting. We're, we're trying to win the argument. We're trying to put myself first, all right? Corporately, the church can get this wrong too. This is where we try to, we, we try to gain power. We try to impose our values on the world, even, even political power, right? Now, does it matter how we vote? I think so. I think it does. I think uh, it sh we should be concerned with advocating um, for policy change according with our faith-informed values. But, but Jesus' call on our life is not to fight the culture wars. We should be more concerned to live a sacrificial life. We should be more focused on imitating Christ, taking on the nature of a servant like he did, letting the Holy Spirit produce his fruit in our lives, right? That love, the joy, and the peace, and the patience, and the kindness, and the goodness, and the gentleness, the gentleness, and the faithfulness, and the self-control. When I'm living in my kingdom, my kingdom can be also accommodating. That's where we, we, we focus just on trying to blend into the world, right? Personally, I can, I can let... Um, this shape my worldview, right? I can let the world shape my worldview. And I make moral compromises to fit in. And again, corporately, the church can do this too, right? The church yields to cultural pressures and makes compromises, turns away from scripture, turns away from its authority. Let's not get stuck there. Let's not get stuck in our kingdom. Instead, let's pray, thy kingdom come. Now, sometimes it takes a little imagination for us to, to think about, well, what does that look like in my life? So if the kingdom is here now, what does that look like in my life? And I just want to share a couple stories with you all about how, how I've, as I've reflected, how the kingdom, how I've noticed the kingdom of God is present in my life recently, okay? Because it can show up in seemingly insignificant things, and it can show up in the, in the seemingly significant things, all right, and so I'm gonna tell you a couple stories. First of all, um, my friends Luke and Emily. Um, Luke and Emily are our neighbors and they're great friends of ours. We, um, a couple years ago, had our, our fifth child and so we already had a house full and, and, and my wife and I, we were at the hospital um, and we get this notification from Luke and Emily, hey, we're setting up a meal train for you guys so that when you bring little Caden home, um, you're gonna be set with, with not having to cook for you know, a good couple weeks. It's just beautiful, you guys. I don't know if anybody in the room has ever been a recipient of a meal train, but hallelujah, thank the Lord, that exists. Thank you, Emily and Luke. Um, next, um, there's a thing called Settled, and they, what they do, they're a local organization, and what they do is they, um, uh, they mobilize the local church to, and they develop supportive communities designed to address long-term homelessness. 
and they call these places, these tiny home communities, sacred settlements, and each one is operated in partnership with, with the church. And, and so on church land, they're, they're putting um, these tiny home communities, um, and it's not just a place to live, it's, it's a community, and they have people there who, 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 intentionally, who are intentional neighbors in that place. Um, next, next story, um, one of these last, uh, one of these summer rainy days, this is my family, these are some of my kids, um, we had a couple, we had a couple hard rainfalls this summer, didn't we? This was one of the days where it was just raining, cats and dogs outside, and you can't tell in this picture, but it's actively raining out there. My wife was standing under an umbrella with the camera, and we were just like, guys, let's go outside and play. Let's go play in the rain and splash in the puddles, and to me, you guys, that looks a lot like that overlap, that kingdom of God here, because we had no cares, we had no stinking cell phones, we weren't scrolling and lost in our, in our own little technology, we were together and we were happy, and that's the kingdom of God here. Next story is about um, uh, Tim and Chris. Tim and Chris have been serving as missionaries with Wycliffe Bible translators in, in, in Africa, uh, Tanzania and then Kenya, um, and they're good friends of ours as well, and, and, and throughout their time in Africa, they've worked uh, to translate uh, the Bible into the native languages of people groups that have never, ever seen or listened to the word of God before. This is Tim and Chris and their team of, of hardworking translators. Um, and I just think, what a beautiful thing. What a beautiful thing. The kingdom of God advancing um, and coming to earth. People receiving the message of Christ in their, in their heart language for the first time. Um, and finally, another story, um, the kingdom of God being here. Um, the other night, Sunday night, um, some of y'all weren't on campus yet, but our first year students were, and I, I would say probably 300 of them uh, were in the room at Nass Chapel that night. Who was, who was in the room, Nass Chapel, can I hear you? Yeah. <laughs> we had a blast, you guys. This was part of um, uh, orientation weekend, and we packed out Nass Chapel, y'all. And we had a special guest, Allison Eyed, with us um, and her band that night, and man, we had fun. We worshiped the Lord um, uh, until the cows came home that night. It was so fun. It was so fun. And so, guys, just these little pictures, right, these things that, that are kind of part of everyday life. And, and it's the kingdom of God right in our midst. It's the kingdom of God here. Now, I want to invite you all to share your stories. I shared about five of them with you just now. I'd love for you to share your stories, and what I want, what I want you to do is, is uh, another plug for my UNW coming in three, two, one. If you haven't already, download the my UNW app. <laughs> um, we want you to know that there's a thing called groups on my UNW. Now I know that you guys really aren't big on Facebook anymore, and that's fine. But Facebook, maybe if you know, Facebook has these groups, right? And so groups on my UNW function a lot like groups on Facebook. We have a group for spiritual formation. And I want everybody here to, to join that group because that's where I'm gonna be inviting you to share your stories today. Um, after we dismiss from here, I'm gonna post up a question and I want you to share your stories and your pictures of where you've seen the kingdom of God in your life lately, okay? So what you do is you go to my UNW, you hit the three bars on the top left and then you'll get this purple sidebar, scroll all the way down and you'll see the groups available to you, okay? Join Spiritual Formation. See so you guys, thy kingdom come is our prayer this year. It's where we're going. Um, 
Dayton and I will be, will be sharing um, from this platform uh, several times throughout the year. We're going to be inviting a lot of guest speakers to come and, and, and speak into this as well. And I'm excited. I'm super excited for this journey uh, to be walking alongside you all as we experience the kingdom of God. Amen. Would you pray with me as we, uh, as we begin to sing another song? God, thank you for this day. What a, what a gift it is to us to be assembled um, as a community, as the, as the UNW community. Father, you are um, what our eyes are set on, Father. We fix our eyes on you. We fix our eyes on you, Father. We love you, Jesus. Amen. <laughs> 